This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. We are here live down at Zoomerplex taking your phone calls, a show all about stuff, consigning stuff, seeing your stuff, talking about your stuff, evaluating your stuff. It is stuff and we're all about it. If you have anything like toys, furniture, video games, comics, signs, art, pottery, silver, costume, jewelry, lawn, furniture, the list goes on. It's literally endless. There's, you know, coins, gold, silver. If you have something sitting around, you can call in now. We are live for the next almost about an hour. Uh, we are talking about stuff. Consignment. We are about consignment heroes. We're doing consignment. And we will get a little bit more into what consignment is, if you don't understand what it is. Or if you're a new listener, we'll uh, fill you in a little bit of how things are if done. If you're a new, new listener, you should give them the phone number. Well, the... the the f- the phone numbers will come, but again, if you if you are <laughs> this is not a suspense show. You tell them the number now. Okay, fine. If you want to know the number, if you want to do call in now, we are live for the next fifty fifty five minutes, and the the number to reach us right now is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. This is the local number is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number if you're calling from out of town is one eight six six seven four zero four seven Four zero. Did you want to say something? You should be saying it slower. The number that you'll well, be a zoomer. You know something, Bogart. You'll be a zoomer someday, and you'll remember these, and you'll say, "Ah, now I know what my dad I'm was like, talking yeah, about." Yeah, I should have said those numbers a little bit slower. But they'll, they'll come out ten more times. I promise you, okay. the numbers will come out a little bit more. Yes. Okay. We had a good week, and I'm going to I'm going to say the good news before the bad news. Not well, the bad news. Well, I, I don't I got want bad stories. News. It's it's Sunday. It's a nice day. I don't want no bad news. No, no. We're we're about this show is about helping people and educating them and giving and making sure they don't get ripped off. That's what the show's about. In a nutshell. So when you and we when you're saying people. bad news, is someone got ripped off? Um they didn't do as well as they should have, and they didn't get the they didn't do what what do we say every week? Is get a second opinion. Okay. They they barely got a first one. But I'm gonna go into that later. But next week is June fifth next Saturday is my friend's show at um Aberfoyle Antique Market. And this is where people should be going out to. This is, it starts at eight o'clock, rain or shine. It is a hundred dealers, one of the best shows in Ontario. It's on Saturday. They have a Sunday show. Like today, there's a show going, but there's only like 50 dealers there. And you can go out and have a good time and, and it won't be as crowded and there'll be the regular dealers there. Next week on Saturday, all the big dealers show up because Christy, uh, it rained a tiny bit. Okay, hold on. I have a question. I always wonder yeah. this. Like a lot of a lot of our listeners, you know, they always. I know people ask me every here here and there. Like, if you go to um, like what what do they call those? Those garage sales. Yeah. Can you find like you know like something like a treasure there? Because yes. I get people all the time that like you know is it worth it to stop on someone's lawn and see if they put out something that has value? 
Right? Yeah, no, because they don't know. A lot of people, okay. Exactly. So I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, is it worth it? Because I know when we did it a long time ago, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know Bob from Bill or whatever. Well, that's worth. actually, you know something? It's funny you say this. You didn't know this, but that's what I'm going to be talking a little bit about today. Well, yesterday, we're doing a house. We're doing a house out in Oshawa. And we've got the big, our big truck outside, and we've got the garage door open. And some guy wanders in, and we have a stereo set there. And uh, the owner of the place was there. We're downsizing for them. And he offers $50. The guy almost takes it. It was $1,000. It's $1,200 worth of stereos. I stopped him in his tracks. So you can't take the $50. People were out there trying to do this. Offered him $50 for literally a 1970s techniques uh, rack system. Um, even if it doesn't work, it's worth $500, okay? Now, this system. And it was Gorgeous. I've already looked it up. I even showed them online. I said, here's what it sells for this. that You were about to sell you all. Went, you went online? Yeah, I know. Wow. Six, six, there were six parts to this. And I said, you're about one of these parts sells for 360 US. You're about to sell all of it for 50. Now, you would get to keep the entire $50. You get 100% of $50, which is good. But would you rather have 100% of $50 or 70%? Of twelve hundred dollars. So you're the guy po- to the the consignment thing. That's what you're saying. It's rather consignment. Do no, consignment. but no, but no. I'm going to get back to this. If I hadn't been there, mm-hmm. and there are other people, I buy stuff. I've bought some uh, stereo systems from some of these downsizers, and they'll sell me fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars system for one hundred and twenty dollars, and I don't mind that. You see, there's a difference between if someone employs us. To go and if I go to someone's house, I'm going to talk about this. Actually, I'm going to, I might as well go into this story right now. This week, okay, uh, a person had a 1907 panoramic picture of the Toronto Maple Leaf baseball team that won the Eastern Championship. It was signed on the back by a player. Now, the dealer who bought it probably paid $300 because he sold it to a friend of mine for $700. The friend of mine asked me, is it worth it? And I says, well, it's probably worth six thousand, maybe mm-hmm. seven thousand. The last one sold about six or seven years ago, so he ended up buying it. My the part of this story is that the person who sold it got the three hundred dollars. They might have paid four hundred because he sold for seven. Normally dealers do that. My my beef with this is that here's a dealer who's going in. There are two types of dealers. Dealers go in who absolutely know nothing. They just say, that's kind of cool. I'm going to buy that. And they'll buy a $5,000 item for $200. The person who's selling it doesn't know this. And actually, the dealer doesn't know this because he sold it for $700. If we'd gone into that same house, that kind of, we, they would have given an offer from us from between $3,500, about $3,500. If they did on consignment, they probably would have netted $6,000 U.S. They were probably netted around $5,500. So this is just because neither side even knows what it's worth. Neither That's side right. knew what they're worth. And a friend of mine calls me up and he said, Paul, is this a good deal? And I says, yeah, and I'll buy it off you immediately. And actually, it might even be worth more than this. This is a piece of Canadian history. So, but And there's the other pickers who go into houses that know, they know that a deal is, that something is worth $5,000 and they go in and offer $250 for it, okay? That's a problem. That is a problem because they know. This other dealer who did, he didn't know because if he'd known, he wouldn't have sold it for $700. Mm-hmm. And this is an actual thing that happened this week, okay? So, and like, it happens with uh, these dealers that have the great big shops. Someone's paying for those shops. A friend, another dealer, a client came in this week and um, they brought in a bunch of medals and uh, some dinky toys and stuff, and I gave him a price on it. I says, here's if we do it in consignment. Here's if I buy it. 
And if I'm buying it, I have to make a, the, the risk is on me, so I pay less. But these customers, they said, well, they had a Fenian, um, Fenian Raids Medal, which is a piece of history. Canadian, when Canadian soldiers, British soldiers went down the United States and invaded the United States. Fenian Raids. This was an officer's medal, probably worth between 1000 to $2,000 of anybody's money. With, and they had accompanying letters with it. My neighbor, up to, like on the other side of my wall, was generous enough. Oh, it's your wall now. Yeah, okay. his wall, actually, to pay $150 for a $1,000 to $2,000 medal. My beef with that is they actually knew what the medal's worth. They know it's not a $150 medal. They were just not paying enough. And I saw the receipt, Fenian mail, mail. They said, here's what we got paid. That's almost wrong. It is wrong for... Us dealers, I don't want to be painted with the same brush as those. That's, now, if we went to someone's house, this is why we do things different. I, I, if a dealer has something for 100 or if I'm at an auction, I can't pay more than someone else's bidding on it. I mean, I can't pay, I can't, if they're bidding 100, I can't bid 2,000 on it. But if it was someone, if we went to someone's house, we would have paid them on a Fenian, that metal probably would have been paid eight, $900. And it was easy selling a piece of Canadian history. And because we know what we're doing, not, but we also have some conscience of what we're doing. We're, we've got to be nice to people, okay? Yeah, but and some men, people just don't know, and they're not like. Well, it even goes further than this, okay? Go, hold on, before you, before you go okay. on, okay? Um, if you are one of these victims, are you one of these people that know. are? Well, no, I would say you're a victim. If, if, yeah. if you're owed $3,000, essentially, and someone's paying you 300, 10% of what it's worth. That's wrong. It's wrong. That's yeah. wrong. No matter what, everyone's allowed to make money. Yeah, but when you're talking about a markup of that, that's just that's that's out of. Well, this other person sold it for three hundred dollars, and we're six thousand, seven thousand, and maybe more because it's such a unique piece. Well, even if you you know if you have an item, or if you even want to talk about a story like this that happened, or like you feel like you're too late and you sold it already, and you want to just share your uh, your story, we'd still love to hear it. The number right now, if you want to call in, is four one six. Three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, that's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. Now you can keep talking. Okay. No. There's, okay. There's another dealer. There's a, a big time dealer downtown, and I think this is wrong. Again, I'm not trying the to the dealer or what? No, what they're doing. They they're they're a dealer from knowledge. They have some knowledge. I how they use it's up to them. But they'll say, we only, we don't want to praise anything anymore. You send us a picture and you give us your price for it. And then we'll buy it off you if it, the price is too low. Wait, now, wait that, what? They send a picture. They, okay. Say you called me up in my shop and said, Paul, I've got this uh, gold coin and it's, I've got this coin collection and uh, I don't know what it's worth. Here, I'm going to send you pictures and it's worth $5,000. Well, I know it's worth 5000 So I, you send me off, send me off pictures and you tell me a price. Now, if you tell me you want a thousand for it, of course I'll buy a thousand, five thousand dollars worth of coins for a thousand dollars. If, and you don't know. So this is why this is wrong. And they're, they're making no bones about this. Is I'm sick and tired of appraising. Well, then you should not be selling to a dealer who's like that, exactly. who sells this. That's, that's the job. That's the work. Yeah, that's the work. And like I say it openly and I, I even send people to my neighbor. And I send them to prices. Get a second opinion. You buy, sell something to me. I'm okay. Here's, here's what I think it's worth. Here's what I think we can pay for it. And I said, but and get a second opinion. I want you to be comfortable with selling to me. I don't want you coming back two years from now. You know what it's, I think you're trying to do? I think you're trying to maintain the value of the antique market. 
You're trying to make people educated and making sure that the... Because I see, like, from what I've seen over years, is that antiques in China and all this stuff has kind of dropped in value. Some has. Yes, yeah, so, some. No, but that's a supply and demand thing. But the good stuff still sells. And this is where a lot of the dealers, oh, I don't want to handle your furniture. We do the whole house. We will do everything in the house. And we charge for it. We're paid for our time. We're allowed to make money. But some dealers want, oh, I'll take your ten thousand, your $80,000 statue for 5000 I don't want to deal with the other stuff. You know, we try and take the stress out of it. And that's getting cherry-picked. Okay, now you're getting cherry picked the wrong way. You're getting cherry picked in a way you're not getting enough money for the really for the best item in the house. That's wrong as well. Okay, because if someone else is going to do all the work, they'd like to have the whole thing, the whole enchilada. Some they make a little bit more on, some they make a little bit less on. Some things are harder to sell. Now, and I like you weren't here last week, but we were talking about you should never consign your gold and silver to one of these consignment shops. Just sell it outright. Okay, because when they sell it at uh, they sell a thousand dollar piece for nine hundred dollars. You only get half. That's four fifty, and there was seven hundred dollars in melt on it. You, you'd be much better off just to sell it. it yeah. was, you know what I'm saying? You should now if it's a vase or it's a piece of furniture. The consignment shops are good. Okay, even though we have a consignment shop, we treat consignment different than gold and silver. We outright buy the gold and silver. The only things we take in consignment if it's a heavy duty diamond or it's a really good watch or something like that. But this is what. I want people to know how they should be doing this, okay? Now, it's, it's very, I can't overemphasize this idea of someone saying, send me pictures and then send me the price. And you don't know, okay? And I don't mind people bouncing it off us. And if, and if the, you get a second opinion, take the higher one. But you should also be, feel comfortable with who you're dealing with, okay? Mm-hmm. So this is what we're trying to do on an ongoing basis. Now, on, uh, like I was going to say that, that Toronto Maple Leaf baseball, a lot of people don't realize that Toronto Maple Leaf baseball, Babe Ruth is home, first home run here. Didn't land in the lake like they said it did. I don't care what they say. The diamond, if they hit it out of the park and hit the lake, it was a foul ball. So <laughs> it really was. Okay. But like the, 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 law, the, 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 the story gets better over the years. But our Toronto Maple Leaf baseball team used to outdraw. It was down Hanlon's Point, and then uh, this is it. It's not the same one as Christy Pitts. It was uh, down Hanlon's Point, and he used to outdraw some of the major league teams. And we were independent, like we weren't a minor league team of someone else's. Yeah. Okay. Elston Sparky Anderson played here. Elston Howard played here. A lot. Carl Hubble. There's a lot of um, of the major league uh, players who played here and then went up to the major leagues. But there's a lot of history, and there's what I'm saying is a lot of great. Baseball people in Toronto. Unfortunately, none of them are in the Blue Jays management office. Well, right now, everybody is part of the Raptors bandwagon. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's funny. Because they're doing it right. They decide to go after. They're paying the money. They had the right people doing the right choices. Okay. Okay. Well, you know that basketball was invented in Canada. You do know this, Yes, I know that. Okay. Okay. Don't worry. I'm, I'm I'm not that out to lunch. A lot of people may not know, but... I know. Anyways, uh, if you this show is all about stuff. We got a little bit derailed, but this show is all about stuff. Old toys, furniture, video games, old comic signs, art, pottery, silver, costume jewelry, lawn furniture, coins, gold, silver, stamps, hubcaps, albums, 
you know, the list goes on. If you, if you have something, if you want to call in, get a value on it, or just if you think you have a value on it or you know we have a value on it and you just want to run it by us and get our second opinion or a second opinion or a opinion, we can provide that. So if you do want to call in, we are live right now. The number is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 866 and we'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We are here live. Down the Zoomerplex, taking your phone calls, all that stuff. What? Do what I want, really? You just cut me off. Sorry, I I do it all the time. Yeah. Um, Lucky I wasn't driving. I want a new theme song. (laughs) I would have honked at you. I want a new theme song. Do you now? I want a new theme song. But go to the go to the board and talk to these people. Maybe they have some suggestions of our new theme song. New theme song. Like, I can't what get no you, satisfaction. Do you expect people just to start humming a song? A humming song? I, think we'll do I don't know. It's a radio station. Uh, what, you come up with something. You have an idea once in a while. I've <laughs> what, what, right. You can you can think of something once in a while. Um, but yeah, okay. We'll get to the phone lines. Then uh, we're gonna go to Najwa in Brampton. Good morning, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, I'm a first-time caller. I had never heard about your show. I just happened to be changing the channels, and when I heard about stuff, I said, oh, I have lots of stuff. See, I <laughs> told you, to stuff you. is the key word. Okay. <laughs> okay. What do you have for us today? I, I, I just have a question for you, because I'm actually in the process of trying to figure out getting rid of some of my old stuff, and, you know, making, if somebody can use it, that's great in terms of that kind of thing. And your commentary intrigued me to find out like, how do you find out if something is worth something? Like, what I mean by that is, like, you know, before I put it out there or give yeah. it away or just, say like, get rid of it, like, at a garage sale, that kind of thing. Because I do have stuff that I've collected, including even coins. I've got okay. things from, like, you know, I would stuff, you just, like what you were saying, your, your long list. So how does one figure and go about doing that? It's just a... Sometimes a lot of research. Idea. What we do... Okay, here's what we do in a nutshell. Um... People are shrinking down. We do individual items for people as well, especially if they have some value. But you got to figure that it takes time and effort to do everything. So if you've got a $4 item, I can't really put it online, pack it, ship it, and make any money. You know what I mean? But I, we do it. But no, but it's part of a house. This is what you put in your garage sales. So we have stuff. We, we, we'll go to a house. We take um, the first half hour is free. And we, t- we try and advise you what to do because some people have really good stuff. Like a lot of items that some should go to a, uh, an online auction, some should be going to a specialized auction, some should be just sold or consigned, okay? 
And like I say, if you've got, um, and some things take longer, if you combine, and I've said this many times, time and effort, you get a higher price in a lot of cases. Okay. This makes, I'm just, we're trying to help people. Now I can't help everyone, but sometimes when I go to a house, I say, you don't need me because I do charge. I'm worth it. I think. I mean, uh, yesterday being, being at this house, I saved this guy probably $3,000. The, the, the stereo was only one little story part of it. There was a couple of other rhymes yeah. as well that he was thinking he was about to throw in the garbage. And I says, no, don't do that. And other stuff they're saving for me says, no, this is landfill. We just get rid of it as fast as we can. Okay. Now, it, if like a lot of people at the Royal, they'll have Royal Daltons and they still sell. But it, it's they won't get the money that they used to get. Cups and saucers right now. We we talk on this show a lot, and a lot of people have it. And they don't think about it. They'll, they'll have out for me their Royal Dolls, which is thirty five dollars, and in the in the cabinet, the curio cabinet, they'll still have a five hundred dollar cup and saucer that they don't think is worth anything. And then someone will come to their house and offer them ten dollars for it, and they'll say, "Well, that's a lot. I only paid four dollars for it nineteen, you know, forty five years ago." So this is where we we try and do an overview. We do it quickly and say. This it's worthwhile. I always say the best room sometimes can be the basement and the and the attic because this is stuff they've forgotten about. Now paint, we do everything. We do art. We do the gold. We do silver, costume jewelry, silver plate, uh, furniture. Furniture right now is more disappointing for people because the condo people are not buying the big big mum you know big statement furniture anymore. But we can help you. And sometimes it'll be rather than getting four dollars for uh, an end table, we can say here you can get thirty-five if you do it this way. This is how we help people. Now you can call us at our store nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. The longer lead time you give us for help for helping you, um, then I can do more. I can be I can be better at it. And okay. You, you said that you have a store, so we have a store, but we mainly. We buy from Toronto or can take consignments from Toronto. We sell to the world. And the reason we do this is the world has more money. Um, we, right. we sell some stuff in the store and we have an, it's an auction pickup at our store. We allow people to pick up, but we do mainly, it's, it's, everything's mainly done online now. Right. Except for right. furniture. Now, depending on what kind of items, like, I mean, people don't think about old comic books, old video games, which are not that old. Video games from 10 years ago are worth money. Okay. Albums have made a big resurgence right now. Albums that I would have given you five years ago, I would have given you a $10 for a whole box full, are now worth $200 a box. Okay. Well, I, so I don't, I don't think she was anticipating to get this much information at once. No, time. no. You have to call me and we'll make an appointment. We'll come and see you. She just called you. I you know. Have to call call, us the call store at the store during the week or on Saturdays as well. The number of the store is 905 737 Four six five three, and the address for that is ten three four one Young yeah. Street, unit number two. It's just north of Major McKenzie on Young Street, south of the beer store. And it depends if you're open, you just getting rid of your stuff out of your garage, or if you're downsizing because you're moving to a condo. We can help you. Okay, next call. We're well, okay. Well, thank you for the call. So okay, we, we, thank we, we, you. We've been doing this for a couple of years now. You thank the caller for coming in. Okay. Uh, we're, thank th- you. Thanks for the call. We're gonna go to uh, Marvin in New York State. Hello. Hey, Marvin. Yes, um, I'm calling in because I hear your show once in a while. I'd like to, I'd like to, the station because the music great. Right, of course, it's a sixty zero. Well, it's great anyhow, music here. Great music. Okay. I, I have. I when I was in the service, I was over in France. Okay. And uh, I went to the PX. They, they, 
I bought a couple of cuckoo clocks, you know, they had stuff that they shipped them from Germany. Yep. I think this came from Germany. What it is, it's a picture frame, quite heavy wood, and the frame is probably about um, almost one foot by uh, two feet. Okay. But inside, the frame is a metal pitcher, but it's metal. It's, it's what do you call pressed up. Yep. So, so everything looks raised. Embossed, okay. Yeah, and it's, um, you know, you tap it, it sounds like tin. But I peeled back the back side, and it looked like it had been heated or some kind. It's got like a reddish-brown color to it. Copper. And everything is pushed pushed out. Yeah, but no, it's embossed. It, okay. it's, it's like a tin coating, almost like a chrome finish, like, you know. Okay. What is that actually called? What are, what are those? Um, I'm trying to think. The way you're describing it, it looks just a souvenir piece. It'll be sometimes be silver-plated on copper. And um, unfortunately, most of the time, this is a souvenir piece. Unless it's a very collectible piece, probably a scene of a forest or something like that, or children, we end up melting it because the value of the copper will surpass the value of the item. Okay. I was just curious because I'd never seen anything like this before in the States. Can I ask you another question? Sure. Okay. I used to go down to France, to Paris. Yep. And the flea market. And they had they had flea markets before we ever thought of flea markets. <laughs> yep. And and I bought <coughs> a wall clock and it has the wind up three key three you know, three wind up things yep. and it plays Westminster chimes, you know what chimes on the fifteen minutes, yep. more on a half hour, more on three quarters of an hour, and then a full thing on an hour. And I was wondering is, is this worth anything? Now, with clocks, it comes out. Clocks are going down in value a little bit, but if this one, depending on, people collect clocks by the makers. So what I need to know is who made it. Working is good. And a piece of advice I give everyone on clocks, don't have to fix them before you bring them in to, for us to take a look at them because yeah. you don't want to put $200 to fix a $50 clock. You don't mind putting $200 if it's a $5,000 clock, but... And I always tell this people in advance of this, find out what the clock is worth before you fix it. Unless you want to just keep it and you don't care. Okay? But yeah, I, I was just curious because yeah. I bought it on the flea market, you know, for, and I was surprised I had some French money. And uh, I told him I saw the French money I got. And he How went, long ago did you buy it? Oh, back in 1963. Perfect. You might have been, it might have appreciated in value for sure. Uh, but what I need to know, you can call me next week. Just give me the name of the manufacturer or call my store. If you get me a picture of the back, the manufacturer will be on the bottom base of the, of the clock or underneath or in, if you open it up. On the face of it. <laughs> That'll help a lot. But <laughs> give me that during the week and I can help you. You can call my store. And also I have a person who goes to New York State down to the Buffalo area and picks up for me. So if, if I can, he can come and visit you. I can call me at my store. I'll have him come down and see you. Don't have to sell to him, but he's come down and uh, he'll give you some opinions on some stuff. Okay. Yeah. If, it, if it has to be seen in person, I get down to New York about once a month, but yeah. he's down there once a week. So, One more quick question. Yep. I have a tapestry like yep. on a flea market. It's, you know, a couple deer coming out of the woods. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of tapestries over in, over in Europe. Yep, yep. But it's a beautiful tapestry. It's, oh, it's probably about uh, five feet by four feet. And from the needle point like that, some, I've got one I just sold for two twenty five. Uh huh. And it was a hunting scene. I had a deer scene about six months ago, and I think I got about $100 for it. Okay? Yeah. 
Well, thank you very much. I was just curious, you know, it's things I picked up when I was overseas. and. Uh, oh, yeah, but there might I, be other stuff. Like I said, some of my best time is everyone puts it on their front counter, what they want to sell me, and on my way in, I walk by something, and, says, and I'll see a $5,000 statue or a piece of artwork in the corner, and it'll say, they'll say, that old thing? Well, that old thing's worth more than everything else on this table here. So just keep on asking those questions, okay? Thank you. I'm not really and the antiques, but I thank you for that information, and you have a good day. Nice. You too. Thank you. Thank you, you too. Uh, we're going to go to Colette in St. Catharines. Hey, Colette. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. I've listened to you, try to listen to you every week, and I've heard you talk about teacups. Yep. I've, I've got, I'm assuming it's a teacup, but it's only about an inch high, and it's got Germany on the back. Demitas. It's a demitas. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, that's just a fancy way of saying small cup. Okay. Oh, okay. On, the, um, whole, the whole inside of it is total pictures, colors, uh, blues and pinks and whites and yellows. Okay. Well, on, what is happening, it might still sell because people are sick and tired of paying the high price. What we need in teacups, I'm going to give this a little primer, and you, everyone can walk over right now to their uh, uh, curio cabinet. And hit, the basic rules of thumb are, um, uh, Ainsley and Paragon are some of your better ones that go for more money. Your Coalport and your Royal Dolans will sell, sell, but Ainsley and Paragon. When you're looking inside the bowl, the more white you see, the less value the teacup is going to have. The more, have any white. Yeah, the more gold, flowers, and full painting that you see on the inside of the cup, the higher the value and the more desirable it is. And they sell up to $2,500 for one cup and saucer. Now, the people who are buying, they like black. They like the big, dark colors, your your purples, your maroon, your dark greens, your cobalts, uh, with the more flowers, like your big uh, cabbage roses and stuff like that. If you've got a signature, which will be a little line saying someone saying Bailey or Thompson or something inside, They'll command more of a price. We sold one this week that I thought was boring. Went for one hundred and twenty-one dollars. Wow, that's U.S. So that's actually one hundred and fifty. Okay, so it can surprise you. But I want people even before you bring down the cups and saucers to us. We we sell the ones that are white inside, but it's the ones like uh, uh, and they open up the ones that you know when a cup a teacup when it opens up so that your tea actually gets cold in it. Okay, mm-hmm. so what, what? we're what? Do- no, no, that doesn't defeat the purpose. When you're growing up in an Irish household, a tea was all, there was always a kettle of tea on there. So, uh, so but what I'm saying, I know it defeats the purpose, but they're meant to be all pictures inside. So if you're looking into the bowl, all you can see is colors and flowers and stuff like that, okay? This has got, like, uh, images of people in it, like the scene yeah, in no. it. It's not flowers? Yeah, no. But unfortunately, it's German. Right. And nothing, but just the Germans don't, the Germans, they sell for about 10 or $15 on an ongoing basis. Oh. Now, someone might augment their collection with it. What we'll do with that, if someone brings me in 10 or 15 of them, we'll put them as one lot and we'll sell them off. It's okay. uh, the individual ones. I want people to know this on cups and saucers, especially if someone comes into your house and says, oh, I'll buy this one cup and saucer. If you can see no white, and you see mainly flowers, and you see gold, and you see cobalt, and you see colors like that in the inside of your cup and saucer, hang on to it until you get a second opinion. Okay. Okay, today is second opinion day. 
So you know, Germany, every day should be second. Germany point. means nothing on it then. No, Germany. What this? Uh, if it does, it just says the word Germany on it. It was made between uh, nineteen eighteen ninety one and nineteen nineteen twenty. Okay, well, I can give you. I can tell you how old it is by that, but I can't. It's not going to really help it that much. Okay. Okay. No, okay. but there might be other stuff you have in your house. Don't be afraid to ask. You know, it's always better to ask and then give it away and say, "Dang, I shouldn't have sold that." You know, I got an old spittoon. Is it worth anything? Uh, yeah. No brass. Um, we 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 buy silver plate. We buy brass, even if it's um, disgusting. It's, it's spittoon. Ceramic. Yeah. Oh, it's ceramic. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, they 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 sell a bit, but it's more yeah. that people <laughs> turn into vases. But we okay. buy brass and we buy silver plate. A lot of people don't realize we we buy. Thousands of pounds of silver plate because, like I say, you got married in 1960 or 1970. You, you registered with one of these big places like Ashley's or uh, Burke's, and, and you said you want a certain silver plate pattern. People bought them for you, and then you, you got them home, and you had to clean them. You're almost mad you asked for it because you have to clean it for the next 20 years. Yeah. Okay? But we buy that, and we don't care if it's monogrammed. I don't care. If it, and please do not clean the silver plate before you bring it in to me. Only, not that I care one way or the other, it's just it's a waste of time because I'm crushing it. I'm melting it. Okay? Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, there's a lot of items that people are always wondering, like, hey, you know, but this is so old, like it's 80 years old. It's like, for a lot of things, that's not old. No, no, no. It's just, it's, it's not, but... Um, if you do have an item that you think is old or is new, like there's still new items that have value too. Like, you know, we're talking about, we were just talking about cups and saucers, but dishes, lunch pails, old food packets, old sports programs, silver, pottery, art, signs, comics, just paintings, whatever, really. We, 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 we do it all. We look at it all. We also do a lot of, um, a house, complete house estate appraisals. Yep. So we do, we do everything. We're one stop shop. If you do want to contact us, we are still live for the next about 20 minutes. Uh, the number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. You were saying that someone came up to your, um, your when you were clearing that house, that someone came up to you and tried to buy that stereo system out of there? Well, yeah, because we have the truck there and we're loading and we're getting rid of the garbage and everything like that and we're we're getting everything ready for the sale. So, and but we put stuff out and we're not cleaning it or anything, but it's sitting there. Like a guy came in and offered $50 for a compressor that's worth 250 And uh, people do this. Uh, they're called door knockers. I know, but like you basically had a garage sale out of the back of your truck. Yeah, but we didn't that's, sell it to them. Oh, well, yeah, but no. it's there for sale. No, if they came and offered me 200 for an item that's worth 100 Maybe that's it. an idea. Put antiques in the back of a truck, start driving around with the back open, and, you know, maybe they get do some it sales. In England. They do it in England. It's called boot sale. A boot sale. Your boot is your boot. Is that your trunk? That's what they call boot uh, trunk. In, okay, in so if you're you're driving around, I don't know. Like, this seems like a good idea. You just pull up like an ice cream truck and see what people want. Like, hey, this is the menu. This is what you want. You know, here's some items. No, we sell online. Yeah, I know, but think about it. It comes right to your door for that minute. I'm done thinking. Go on. <laughs> Let's well, go to a break. <laughs> uh, if but you give do, the number. If first. you do want to call in live right now, our number is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, that is four one six. Three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And we'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? 
An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We are here live down here at the Zoomerplex taking your phone calls all about stuff. If you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if you have any items you want to call in about, you have 20 minutes. So don't miss out. Uh, we do have Rick back on the line. They can call me later on the week at my story. I know, but if they want it to be broadcasted with everybody listening and ev- someone else having an opinion and educating them as well, that's the whole idea of the show is to get people talking about their items, which is relative to other people's items that they can also get an appraisal on. Some people are too shy to call yeah, in. I know, that's what I'm saying. So it's like you're sitting there, you've been sitting there for weeks, months, years thinking, what is this cup and saucer worth? What is this cup worth? And then somebody calls in and describes it exactly. And there you go. Now that person has a value on it. So that's two for one. Two birds or two cups with one stone. Okay. Does that work? I don't know. No. Uh, Rick's been patiently waiting. Rick, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Fantastic. <laughs> I'm not Guess sure. where I am. Where are Guess you? That's where I am right now. I'm in Aberfoil. Oh, really? Into the, yeah, that's right. So I thought I'd give you a call for sure and let you know that. Uh, I was gonna I was gonna be in the area, so I thought, hey, let's pop in and have a look and spend a day here. Yeah, Aberfoyle. Now is it is it what I'm saying? It is all the dealers, is there deals there and lots of stuff and people milling around and you can lots fill up- of people. We 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 used to come years ago and we used to come all the time. It's a great way to spend a day and uh, we just got here and uh, there's mm-hmm. the parking lot is already half full, so it's uh, an exciting day for people to get here. The weather's perfect for it. And mm-hmm. I wanted to make a comment, too, on, on you were know, talking about getting that second opinion, how important it really is, because I know even in my field, getting that opinion is always so important because people will come in and they'll make the mistake of either underselling or underquoting your property or sometimes the bigger mistake of overquoting it just to get the listing. And then the property just sits there and sits there and sits there and that's not doing anybody any good. Yeah. So it's really important for your listeners to take advantage of our free in-home consultation. I come in assess your property, and we're pretty bang on, right? And then we're going to make recommendations as to what you can do to get the most for the uh, for the home. I think you're going to get two off me next week. One, they want me to empty the house first before they even call you. And I said, exactly. okay, okay. And I have another one. Yes, it's going to be a busy week coming up. But, it's, I, know this it is. Is, but I see so many signs out there. And that's why yeah. you got to have someone like you selling their house. A lot of people, they, they get the listing, but you want to have someone selling your house, putting it up for a Getting it on so people can see it and visit you, the open houses and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't do anyone any good just taking a listing and letting it sit there. Uh, It's our intention to have it sold. And, you know, we want it to be as stress-free as possible. Uh, We're here to 
you know, sometimes it can be really overwhelming. And, and, you know, like you said, they've got this stuff in their house, and that's where you come in, mm-hmm. and you help them out with that. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Why, and why wouldn't you get that second opinion? It just doesn't make any sense. I know. I mean, it's your money. It's the biggest investment that you're sitting on. So it would be really important to have someone like me come in. And, you know, we're, we're going to be uh, as honest as we can with you, and we're going to get you as much money for your property just by pricing it right and advising you as to what to do to the property to get it uh, sale ready. I know. It's a busy time of year for us. We're like, we're decluttering two. We have two houses going this week alone. We should right, have them both done right. by the end of the week. And like I say, I see the houses going up, and I see people out there saying they want to buy a house. I would, Sales were up last month or something. I said year over year, 19% in Toronto. That's right. Sales were up. So, it's not were up. T- so it's, you know, I, I have ready and qualified buyers looking for properties. So it would, it would make sense and would benefit someone uh, just to give us a call, just to see if we have somebody ready to buy their house right now. Yeah, but you it's know? a big step. Uh, so, uh, Rick, you're used to doing it all the time. It's a big step for people, even people downsizing. It's one of the biggest steps. Yeah. And it, it takes a lot. You've lived in the house for 30, 40 years, but it's time like you want to do less. You want to spend the money or you want to move closer to your grandkids or you just want to don't have to mow the lawn every day. You want to move That's to a right. condo. You don't want to shovel the snow. You don't want to clean uh, the bigger property, for sure, for sure. Yeah. No, I understand part of that. But I, like I say, we've had some calls this week, and I know that you are super busy. But is Aberfoyle what I've been talking about? Next week is the Saturday show. You're one week early for right. the Saturday show is the yep, big yep, show that they yep, have that's there. That's for sure, yeah. <laughs> if you're there, say hi to Doug. Doug is the owner. Parking. Pardon? Pardon me? Yeah, if you're, I said we we came this week so that I could get a place to park, and I'm pretty sure next week we'll probably be swamped here. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta get there early. You gotta get there early. But if you see Doug, tell him you were there. Tell him we talked about his show, his uh, show next week on there, and tell people you're the first person. I've been saying people when you get to Aberfoyle, I've been saying Mm -hmm. call me. I want someone at the beginning of our show that lives a half hour away from Aberfoyle. Uh-huh. decide to go to Aberfoyle. We forgot to go. They go there, uh-huh. listen to our show all the way there, and then when they get out of the car, and then they have a good afternoon. And yeah. and they actually buy something there. And Or they can call me on the show and say, is this a good deal? I'm waiting for the first person who calls me up and says, they've got this such and such an item. Is it a good deal? And I can say yes or no. It's like my friend, well, like I, I said. See something, if I see something like that, I'll definitely take you up on it. Thank you. <laughs> You have a good day. I'll talk to you later. Well, I'll, I'll, oh, uh, I'll just uh, oh, give me your give phone me number. number for now. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's 416-258-3972. Yep. Yep. Say that again, because I know you're all the way out there, and I think you said it too fast. 416-258-3972. All right. And it's absolutely or, free, isn't it? Or you, it's absolutely free. Or they can call you at the store. Okay, yes. And I will give you your number, too. Thanks sure. very much. You have a good day. And don't get too sunburned, eh? Try not to. Okay, thanks a lot. You too. Thanks. thanks. Bye. If you do want to call into our store, our number is 905-737-4653. That's our store. That's during the week. That's Monday to Saturday. Um, anytime during the week. And if you don't get me or my dad, then somebody else will be there. Be happy to talk to you. <laughs> I promise. Um with the next call we go to is Bruce in Etobicoke. Etobicoke, love you, hey, Bruce. Hello, uh, Paul and Bogart. How's it going? Welcome to the show. Oh, very good, uh, Paul. We've met before. I bought coins from you at the Expo show 
Oh, okay, okay. Um, I'm the one that we both know, the owner of AJ's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. They've moved, eh? Yes, they have. They're always doing well. But, um, yeah, you and I have met about three or four times at the different shows. Um, but anyways, what I'm calling about, Paul, the better half and I, we went to a garage sale this morning. Okay. And this lady had a planter's peanuts depression glass, like a cookie jar. Mm-hmm. Uh, reddish color. There's a little chip on the inside of the um, lid. How big is it? About 10 inches tall? uh, That's a good guess. Is it a cookie jar or would this be a store display? A store, a store, uh, uh, drugstore piece? Uh, Oh, geez. Um, You see, now I'm going to see these are the questions, eh? They stump the people. It looks like a, a great big cookie jar. Yeah, I think this is a store display. Okay, well, you'd know better than me, but we're just wondering. The lady it. said she had it online for 120, and then she said she sell it to us for 75. And I said to the better half, Sophia, who's listening in the background, I said we'd better call Paul and Bogart. I don't want to, you know, buy something and pay way too much, especially if a chip under the lid. Yeah, no, you say it's red, or a, blue, a pinkish red. Uh, you might have a repro. Okay, Paul. Thank oh, you for telling me. Well, no, you've already bought. No, no, the green ones go for about two. The blue ones, the clear. I'm well, add some zeros there. Is that two? Two hundred. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Sometimes I forget. Clear ones. Um, I'm thinking red. I haven't seen a red one. I can't figure why they'd have a red one. Uh, more of a pinkish color. Light pink. Yes. That's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, uh, more of you a, overpaid. Uh, more of a you overpaid. Uh, no, I, I haven't. Don't done buy anything it yet. I, <laughs> Don't buy it. But the, this lady's uh, acting like you're, she's sitting on a gold mine. Whoever wants to buy it, you can buy one right now online. It'll cost you to ship it for forty nine dollars U.S., which is sixty six dollars Canadian. And you can probably make and you can make an offer to it as well. Right. So this is pink, um, embossed. Um, store display, excellent condition. Yours has got a chip on it. Uh, depends if you're pay- like I always say, I'm not buying. I'm I'm not paying you with defective money. I don't want a defective item. How's that? Exactly. Okay. Thanks so much, Paul. It was great seeing you again or nope. talking to you again. I and saved you some money. Show. I want my cut. Thanks okay, a lot. No problem. Bye. Bye. Thanks for the call. Uh, we're gonna go to uh, Jim and Whitby. Why? I saved him much money on that. Yeah, I know. And you also want to cut. The people call in for appraisals, and you're like, yeah, because I give you an appraisal, I want to cut now. I always want to cut. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead. Next call. Hi, okay. how you doing? Good, We're Jim. doing good. Uh, this is Jim. Uh, I'm with I came, I came once before. I've called once on your show. I, yep. I happen to listen to it every week. It's quite interesting. Anyways, uh, I was in charge of a construction crew down at the distillery district when they renovated it right from... Uh, the prehistoric times they had it. Okay. And uh, I was uh, in charge. We, we were in the way scale right in the middle, middle of one of the buildings there, and we found a five-gallon jar of whiskey. Oh, yeah. You brought it in, remember? Yes, I brought it in. And it was it's actually not whiskey. This is why they got so sick. It was soda water. <laughs> no, we gave, we had to split it up. It was whiskey. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'm just saying that the, we went and we searched the company. And um, right. we found out we matched up. This is what we do: is we matched up the um, uh, the logo and the time period. The company was in business, and I think right. it was in business nineteen hundred to nineteen ten. 
uh, we actually nailed it down to the exact ten, within. I can't remember now; it's because a while ago. It was within ten years of what being in business and what they did in business at that time. That would have been the eighteen forties. That yeah, no, this one, and we moved up the company. Uh, that bit, that company. If you if you um, uh, Google it, I mean, I guess I can say that you can find out if you look at the jar, you can get the exact when that company was in business and what right. they produced at that time, and. That's how we figured it out at that time. Because whiskey actually doesn't go bad. Uh, brown whiskey or any of your clear liquids um, are still good to drink. They don't age while they're in the bottles. But your cream liquors are no good after. They, they go bad on you. But your um, uh, whiskey, vodka, gin, I think they last forever. I yeah, think. well, this, this was filled to the brim when we split it up. And then a couple of weeks later, the site manager came that inquired about it and said they valued it at the liquor at $90,000. There's a person, you get a second opinion and you're going to be disappointed on the second opinion. There's oh, not. I, I, I'm yeah. just curious as to find out, you know, with the jar, because it's, it, it needs me to believe that the York, the town of York. Yep. Before Toronto, which was 1847. And that's the indication of the bottle that gives us that. Or the we county. See, I don't think that yeah. was, yeah. Back in 1840, 1830, Toronto only went as far as Queen Street, if I'm not mistaken, on the north side. And Toronto right. on the west side went to the Dawn, because I had some of the original maps. And on the That's other right. side, And yeah. this company was on Richmond, just below Queen. Yeah. So, it might have been, they might have been still using the name, but um, if you bring it in, I can get you exact information again, because we... Within it took me about fifteen minutes to get all the information on the company because you can get out directories and then what they made during that time period. Unless the the other thing is there's a possibility the same company, uh, no, the same name was used by another company fifty or sixty years earlier, and not recorded. Okay. Yeah, possibly. I mean, uh, the indications of if you had probably someone who is a glass yeah. historian. Yeah, uh, it can probably predate that uh, glass jar. In, in I'm telling you, if I'm wrong on this, I'll eat that jar. You if don't wrong, don't eat the jar. Like it's that's not that's not the solution. Okay. okay, if it's not the price you think it is, you don't just eat the jar. No, okay. <sighs> Sorry uh, about that. No, like this week, I did, I was doing work. I first brought in a sign, maple leaf tobacco, uh, from about and the packs. So of, you ate the tobacco? No, the packs. Of, no, it was a sign, and the packs. So you were, ate the sign? No, I didn't eat it. Uh -huh. Would you? <laughs> what I'm saying is it had a sign and the packs were 10 cents and tins were 55 of tobacco. So I could nail this down to a brown 1920 to 1938 uh, because price of cigarettes went up in that time. So I know the time period for the sign by the, by the prices that were on there and doing the exchange. The only thing is I can't find this Maple Leaf um, tobacco company. I can't find any information on it. The sign's probably going to be worth around seven, $800. Because, and that's, because I went through the, I can't find another image of it. So I know it's rare. And now I know, I just want to make sure that there's, it's not a rare person who collects it. Okay. Well, uh, Jim, don't, don't eat that, uh, jar. No. Thank um, you. Thanks for the call. We're going to go to Darlene in Etobicoke. Hi, Darlene. Hi, Paul. Hi, Bogart. Hi. I have a question about Beanie Babies. I have a very extensive collection. They're all in mint, in mint condition. I even have the, uh, the McDonald's International Bears. Okay. In their original packaging. And when I look online, I see like astronomical prices being offered for these. Now, um, wait a minute. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Now, because I've had my, um, 
Um, Brace yourself before he ruins your day. No, no. It, it, they're not. There's still people buying Beanie Babies, the rare ones. The common ones are not as easy, hard, easy to sell. And sometimes you have to group them together. Um, we've had them in on certain houses. We can't, um, if they have no value, we can't even donate them. Six children won't even take them because they're cloth. But the Beanie Babies still have a value. Now, what you can't go by is what people are offering them at. You have to go what they were sold at. Okay? okay. So that is where um, you go in there. And if you have any of the ones that sold at those prices, like, okay, I can't believe this. What? <laughs> I'm looking right now online, and I hope you have one of these. A first charity edition, rare tie, Beatrice's Beanie Baby, authenticated listing, sold for $122,000. Wow. So if you have one of those, you're going to do well. The next one in line, though, is only $3,000. So oh. But if you have some, if you have an extension collection, extensive collection, you didn't sell any, and you didn't let anyone cherry pick it years ago, there's a chance you might have some. But your best, your best um, source of information on this would probably be what happens on FleaBay. I mean eBay. Okay. I shouldn't okay. say eBay on uh, what goes on there, and not by. Here's a case where we would go and do the same thing. We just put someone on it, on, uh, and we'd go with the sold listings. And variation, you can't be just like this, I'm going to get 3,000. They have to be exactly like that. Yeah, there's some sort of like okay. weird, there's always like a deviation or some sort of defect. Now how many do you have? How many Beanie oh, Babies? Probably about 100. Oh, no, that's not a big collection. Oh, sorry. People have thousands of these. But out of 100, if you have the right one, it's like it's like a comic collection. You know, If you have the right comic, you don't matter how many you have, you just have the one single one. So what I would do is check them online, and you can, you can have some fun with it. You know, have a, a bottle of ginger ale next to you as you do this, and, uh, have, and have four or five hours of time, and then you can look these up. Now, we can sell them. We do them on consignment, but if they're only weigh five or ten bucks, we can't. But if we, if we, or we would group them together. But there's a, lot, a significant amount of them selling between four, five, six hundred dollars. Okay? okay? All right. Thank you but, very much. I can't tell you which ones you have, but uh, you're going to have to do some of your own work. Okay? okay. Thank you right. very much. Thank you. Thank you. They, they call them for information, and you say, yeah, yeah, just do your own work and find out. No, no, but this is... I know. You're giving them a venue of or avenue how to That's what we do. Out. When we go to someone's house, sometimes I'll tell what you should do to sell this, whether I say, this goes on uh, online auction, we can take care of this. This should be consignment and use more time. This one here is going to be... Uh, uh, we'll just buy it off from you. If it's gold and silver, we just buy. It. We don't. You don't put in consignment. Well, you also you're also not wasting people's time. Like you can also technically be like, well, yeah, I can go through a hundred of Beanie Babies, and they all might be five dollars. But at the end of the day, if you only sell it for that, you're not making any money because no. you still have to make money. I have to make something just because I'm greedy. No, you're not. We're going to take the last call. No, before? we don't. We don't have time. We we are running out of time here. We're running out of time before we run out of show. No, we're running out of both. Actually, uh, any final thoughts? Yes. I want people to know that we can help them with their whole house. Then you can call us back next week or you can call us at the store. I'm always at the store. Or you can send pictures to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. And we are not going to call you and ask you, well, what do you want for it? We might ask, well, actually, you might say that, but we're not going to say, we'll try and give you a price. Any dealer who tells you, send me pictures and tell me what you want. And if I like your price, I'm going to buy it off you. Please, that's a dumb way of doing business. No, it's not dumb. They're taking advantage of people that are just don't know. 
No, but they, it's, it's it's bad. But that's what we're trying to help people not get get a second opinion. The garbage man doesn't go around with a checkbook. Get a second opinion. Do not donate to people who have more money than you do. If you're going to donate to somebody, it's better for you to sell a five hundred dollar item for the five hundred dollars it's worth and give the donation of five hundred dollars rather than giving to them where they get eleven dollars for it and then sell it to me. Okay, I want people. I want people not to get ripped off. I'm not. I, I want not ripped off. I want people not to be taken advantage of. You just love your antiques, and you want to make sure everything holds its value. But okay, if you do have antiques, if you do want to stop by the store, we are in Richmond Hill, ten thousand three forty one Young Street. The number to call us in unit number two. The number to call us is nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. What are we gonna say? Um, Aberfoyle Antique Market next Saturday. Be there or be square. I've always wanted to say that on radio. All right. Have a good weekend. Thank you for calling. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.